Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Go hour two, just starting out live in Los Angeles. It's the herd wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. Greg Olson, five minutes. He was on the broadcast yesterday. Niners, he and Kevin Burkhardt do a great job. It was a, even though it was a blowout, it was a wildly fun exercise for me to sit down and watch two great teams, a lot of good players on Fox. J Mac, you called it. I kind of called it. Uh, we like the Niners. You liked them big. Extra rest. When you get to the end of a season, every day counts. San Francisco looked much fresher in the second half. These are long seasons. The weather's cold. You've been in the week before. You're playing Buffalo down to the wire. You get into overtime, extra snaps. It, it Philadelphia looked a little gassed. I'm surprised you didn't go in on the uh, meatball on the Eagles' sideline who put oh. his hands on Greenlaw. What are you doing touching a Niners player? What do you think is going to happen? I didn't and want... all these Eagles fans defending the guy like, dude, this head of security doesn't touch an opposing player that's way out of bounds he I, there's chalk that he might get suspended which i would totally agree with yeah i didn't love it either all right it's a monday it's the second hour colin right colin wrong plenty of both here we go where colin was right we had a good blazing five we took the rams lions and niners i do apologize the tim boyle experiment did not pan out for me or the new york jets it was, without question, the silliest pick I've ever made in the history of Blazing Five. What was I thinking? Obviously, I wasn't. We also have the Jags tonight, but we had a winning week, 3-1 and one, with one to go. Where Colin was wrong. I said six weeks ago, I said Jordan Love's inaccurate, um, apprehensive. I don't see it. Like, I, he just doesn't have any confidence. I don't know what happened, but his last five games, 11 touchdowns, two picks. He's letting it rip. He can be a little erratic. 
He's a little more far than Rodgers. He's not a precise thrower, but he's got these terrific, young, twitchy athletes. Boy, does Green Bay draft and develop wide receiver talent. He's fun to watch. I said Friday, I didn't care if he won or lost. Just go toe-to-toe and see if you can play. I'm wrong. He did. It was awesome. Where Colin was right? Well, I made a prediction. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys would roll over Washington, Carolina, the Giants, and probably beat Seattle. And then all of a sudden during the season, you'd hear about contract talk for Dak. Well, what do you know? It's been leaked. Ian Rappaport reports the Cowboys, Dak, are working on a deal. It's as we predicted. Dak beats bad teams. Jerry falls in love. And suddenly you're talking contracts in the middle of a season. Highly Cowboy predictable. Where Colin was wrong. Uh, You know, I gave Russell Wilson a tad too much credit. A bad day yesterday. Now, some of it is Houston's defense and D'Amico Ryans. What a great rookie coach he is. But he had three picks. C.J. Stroud clearly looked like the better quarterback. And uh, now, now Russell had to play at the end of the game to pick up a first down as the pocket collapsed. That was classic Russell Wilson. But uh, this was an ugly one. I was probably too much on the hype train. He came back down to earth. Where Colin was right? I never bought this idea the Rams were going to be awful. Vegas had their over-under at like five and a half, and I kept saying to J-Mac, it's a quarterback coach league, and I get McVay and Stafford. As long as he's healthy with Cooper Cup, they're going to win some games. Well, right now, they're a playoff team. And I'll say this. I think McVay's having his best season. I think they're doing an unbelievable job to make this average offensive line work. Puka Nakua's been an unbelievable rookie. But if it's a quarterback coach league, McVay and Stafford, if Matt's healthy with decent protection, are never going to be terrible. I thought they were an eight-win team. They could vie. Didn't necessarily think they were a playoff team, but could vie for it, and they have. Where Colin was wrong. I'm glad Bama Bama made the playoffs. They were 9-0 against the SEC, and I believe Bama deserves to make the playoffs. But I'm surprised. I didn't think they'd beat Georgia. Uh, The quarterback play was inconsistent. Uh, They got housed by Texas at home. Not only beat, beat by double digits and dominated at home in the fourth quarter. But Saban's a great coach. They got better. I did not think they'd beat Georgia. I didn't think they were consistent enough at quarterback. But it's what Saban does. It didn't help for uh, Georgia. A couple of players banged up. But you know what? Alabama lost one of their corners, I think, during the game. So congrats. I was wrong. And I think they'll make the playoff great. Where Colin was right. I've been a Sark guy forever. I know he's got a lot of critics. But Steve Sarkeesian, I believe, can coach. The Longhorns are 12-1. and I think they're offensively deep and, and creative. They've got a great deal of dexterity. They can win a lot of different ways. I don't know if they could beat uh, back-to-back a Washington and Bama or a Washington and Michigan. I do think Michigan feels like the best team this year, and I'm going to make them my pick to win it. But um, Sark can coach. I mean, I, let's be honest. Texas is a great program, but how many times have they fired a coach who couldn't win at this level? A lot. Mac Brown won. Sark has won. They deserve credit. Where Colin was wrong. Oregon. What happened to the Ducks? I thought they were the best team along with Michigan and Georgia I saw this year. And let me tell you something. It, it wasn't that close. I don't care what the score is. Washington had 10 more first downs. Washington was 10 for 15 on third down. Washington jumped out to a lead. Washington was more focused. I think Kalen DeBoer schematically is as good as any college football coach. This thing, Oregon got out-schemed, out-played, out-physicaled. Washington won that game sort of like the Packers last night. I know it was close, but in the end, you felt like Green Bay was the better team. The Huskies were absolutely the better team.
where Colin was right. I never bought these stories about Aaron Rodgers coming back to play. First of all, he shouldn't. He's 40. It's a bad offensive line. Who wants to see Aaron Rodgers get hurt? Um, but it kept Aaron in the news cycle. It kept the locker room optimistic. I kind of see why Aaron did it. It's an impulsive owner. You wanted to help Sala keep everybody in the right frame of mind. But this is not a place where Aaron could come back. If you had the Lions offensive line or the Cowboys offensive line, or if you had the Niners weapons where you could go back, three-step drop, let her rip. That's not what we have here. I didn't buy that Aaron would play. I understood why he talked about it and discussed it, but the story is today he's unlikely to play. Where Colin was right. Diana Rossini, great reporter, says Roger Goodell wants to get rid of the tush push. Now, uh, the competition committee may push back, but this has been my contention that it's bad television. This is a TV product. I don't like the idea of quarterbacks getting smushed with 330-pound offensive linemen. I think it's dangerous. Uh, now, it is something that Philadelphia does better than everybody in football, and they deserve a ton of credit for that. I respect the heck out of Philadelphia, but I don't like the way it looks. I think it can be dangerous. I think you want to keep quarterbacks healthy, and the story is Roger Goodell does not like it either. It will go to a vote in the committee, and it'll probably be a close vote. I can tell you where Philadelphia is going to vote. <laughs> that part I can tell you. And with that, he and Kevin Burkhart, I thought it was an entertaining game, and most blowouts aren't. 14 years, three pro bowlers, Fox Sports analyst. So we had said coming into it, when seasons, when you get to this point in the season, Greg, you know this. Every day counts. Every day you can be in the, in the, in the tub, in the ice room. <laughs> you can get therapy. I kind of felt like a rested Niner team really did have a situational advantage on a team that came out of an overtime game. Did you feel like that going in? We did. I, you know, I think when we started kind of breaking down the game, you know, the night before and all week, I, I think when we said it at the top of the broadcast, it, it's not an excuse and no coach is ever going to address it. No coach is ever going to use it leading up to the game. When we talked to Nick Sirianni, he said, listen, you know, we know this is hard. We knew all year this was going to be the stretch of games that was going to challenge us. But I think the reality is it did matter. I, I do think now, do I think if they came in on 10 days rest like San Francisco, they would have beat San Francisco. I don't think anyone's beating San Francisco when they play like that. So I, I think that's first and foremost. I think San Fran was just the better team yesterday. But with that being said, they go two back-to-back -back thrillers, one going into overtime. Their defense played 92 snaps last week against yeah. Buffalo, end up winning from behind. I, I think the physical toll, but even when we talked about the emotional toll, just continuing to get up week after week and play – the biggest game of the season every single week. You get everyone's best shot. Um, yeah, I think it's a. I don't think it's an excuse, but there's no question it was. A, it was definitely a factor. There's also, as you know, Greg, having played 14 years, there are teams that you matched up better against. The reality is, Philly lost their best linebacker. Um, they got new coordinators. And the skill people for the Niners, Greg, they're Hall of Fame level talent. Debo, Kittle, McCaffrey. And the guys in the back end for Philly, they're older, or they're good players. They're not Hall of Fame level. I watch this matchup, and I think, as long as Kyle can get the ball out, three-step, shotgun, out, it's a matchup problem for Philadelphia with this. I mean, even if they met again, it's not like Debo, Christian, and George are going to be less talented. Yeah, and, and that was something we, we tried to kind of set the stage early in the game. The strength of Philly's defense is, of course, the front. It's their five-man, the, the rotation, the D-line, the depth, the edge, their ability to not only be strong interior against the run, but the edge pressure, being able to rush the passer. 
So the question for Kyle Shanahan was, okay, how do I take advantage of some pass opportunities on the second and third level? They got two backups playing linebacker, a secondary that's, you know, one of the bottom five in the league. How do we take advantage of the back end and the space in the passing game without letting one of the best fronts in the league take over? So, like, that was the equation. What's great about Shanahan's system is it's built to protect the protectors, right? Aside from Trent Williams, they can then kind of scheme their way, play action pass, quick game, half boots, get the ball out of Purdy's hand, not stress the protection, and then allow Debo Samuel and McCaffrey and and Kittle and Ayuk and all those guys you just mentioned to then take advantage. And that's the chess match, but that's the advantage of this Shanahan system. There's no system in the league that does a better job protecting the guys up front, which then passes that protection along to the quarterback. And then when you have the skill players that he has and the ability to scheme up open space, run after catch, it's a nightmare. And when they're healthy, and and again, that three-game skid, they lost Debo. We saw McCaffrey get knocked out of the Cleveland game. They lost Debo, Trent Williams, and McCaffrey all in the same game. The other two didn't come back. McCaffrey played. Now that they're healthy, I think a healthy 49ers team I just I think it's hard to make an argument that they're not the best team in the league right now. So you know this. Um, so you were a um, you know a high draft pick, but you walked into your camps and you'd see fifth, six guys, fifth, six round guys, undrafted guys, and you knew at three or four practices in, whoa, this guy can really play. So we have Kurt Warner undrafted, Tony Romo undrafted, the goat, Tom Brady, blah blah blah, sixth round. I look at. Brock Purdy, and I'm like, doesn't have a huge arm. He's not, you know, he's not Jalen Hurts mobile. But when you are in that stadium and you see the play develop, what does he do where you go, okay, this is not just players and coaching? Like, what do you see where you're like, okay, that's, you've been in, you're in this league for a long time. You've seen guys who can spin it. He makes some throws, right? Yeah, I, I think, obviously, we, we know the things that work against him. Everything you just mentioned, his draft status, being Mr. Irrelevant, he's not the tallest guy, he's not going to win the combine, he's not going to win the, you know, he's not going to be the most impressive-looking quarterback on, on the field. But there's two things that separate him. He is a highly elite processor. When you talk to Kyle Shanahan, I had a minute to talk with Sam Darnold before the game, who I've gotten to know from his time here in Carolina, and he said, listen, I've been around a lot of guys. And this was unsolicited. We were just kind of BSing on the field, just kind of catching up. And he goes, he processes and can go through reads. He can check off, okay, that's a bad look. Get out of that faster than any quarterback or any guy that I've ever played with at any level. I mean, that that's a pretty unique conversation for a guy that's only in his second year as a starter, first year as a full season starter. So he does that. He does that highly at a high level. And he does a great job operating in muddy environments. There's times where there's leakage. There's time where he has to move in the pocket. There's time the protection's not perfect. There's bodies around him, and he is highly accurate. So I think those two things, being highly accurate and being a fast processor, you can make up for not being 6'3". You can make up for not running 4'5". I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do to make up for maybe physical limitations. But the the, the notion that he's just the feel-good story that has to be put to rest. Like, this guy is a full-blown NFL starter. That conversation, in my mind, should be put to rest. Will he win the MVP? I don't know. Is he in the five-man race? Absolutely. So you had Greenlaw and the Eagles uh, kind of security guard on the sideline. Everybody's got a strong opinion on it. I 
you know, I always kind of feel like um, players have to, and it's really hard to ask a player, you guys are all going a 1,000 miles an hour, and to say, hey, be calm, be collected. Well, it's easy for a guy like me to say that. You guys are going to, th- your, ha- your hair's on fire and you're breathing. What did you make of this? Uh, I'll be honest. In, in the moment, <laughs> and watching it again is kind of surreal. In the moment, it brought some life to our game. You know, it was getting out of hand there for a minute, and, and San Fran was kind of running away. We thought coming out of the second half that Philly needed a little spark. They needed a little juice. This was it for a brief period of time. And, and again, Big big Dom, who's kind of become a, a local legend b- before this and obviously now after it, he can't put his hands on, on Greenlaw. That, that's no question. Me personally, I don't think any of it really warranted either one of them getting ejected. Yeah. You know, Greenlaw... got the penalty he kind of suplexed smith that was clearly a penalty the sidelines kind of put their hands i don't necessarily think either one of them did anything that egregious i I, I mean i don't think Greenlaw. i mean i think a lot of it was kind of overblown at the end of the day yes dom cannot put his hands on players i'm sure sirianni you heard him apologize to shanahan after the game i i think that's for sure i don't think Greenlaw should have been thrown out i don't think he should have been removed from the sidelines the penalty was enforced on the field, everything else was just emotions running hot. But um, it did bring some energy and some fun <laughs> life to the game, so we had a good time with it. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, it, I kind of feel like you did. It's we we in the media sometimes we want this immediate reaction after a win or a loss, and it's like, can we let these players their their hairs on fire? You've been in these. You're yeah. a, you're a smart, conscientious guy. You've probably lost yourself for a moment in the game, have you not? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's why I, I think, again, when you look back on it, I, I really didn't think, even in the moment, and we, we kind of had made light of it to a degree, and, and I think people are overreacting. I'm reading articles today that the Philadelphia you know, head of security, Dom, like he needs to be banned from NFL sidelines forever. I, I just feel like people yeah. just take everything to the complete extreme. I, I don't think there's any possibility of suspension for Greenlaw. I don't think him kind of to me it looked like he was like pointing in his face yeah. less than trying to strike him yeah so the refs were trying to get a hold of it i thought it actually brought some fun excitement philly yeah. ended up finishing the drive with two quarterback sneaks at some point they're going to run a quarterback sneak from first and goal <laughs> on the five at this point it just keeps getting further further and further away but that was a big moment and then san fran converts on third down the ensuing drive and then debo breaks five tackles and busted the game back open but for a minute there that five, six minutes of that, that quarter, that was when the game kind of came to life a little bit. Okay, so we were saying this. I know you were flying home, and Jordan Love played Mahomes, and I said that it didn't matter if Jordan Love won. If he would get a huge buy-in in the building if he could look like when Goff beat Mahomes in L.A. Had he not won, you were like, oh, Goff can go toe-to-toe with Mahomes. We, we got ourselves a franchise guy. This guy can take us places. Because personnel departments every year are looking, you know, they're looking over your shoulder. And I thought with Jordan Love last night, win or lose, the play calling, they're clearly saying, kid, let it rip. And you know this, not every coordinator does it with, with his players. So do we lose Greg or do we still have Greg? Can you still see us, Greg? No, we just lost him. Uh, Greg Olson. We, we lost him. I, I do think, you know, and, and, and I, I said five, six weeks ago, I just did not at all see it with Jordan Love. But Matt LaFleur after the game came out and just said, hey, we just told him sometimes you got to let it rip. 
and it's just the maturation and the growth. He'd been on the bench for three years. I figured he'd have it right out of the chute. He didn't. Now he's got it, and it looks special. And I'll, and I'll tell you this. In the NFC, in the AFC, a lot of these teams have drafted quarterbacks and hit on them. Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. Okay, let's go back to Greg Olson. So, Greg, we were talking about Jordan Love. I didn't think he had to win. But he had to show that he could go toe-to-toe and make plays. And my takeaway after that game is, if you're a Packer fan, executive, uh, the guys upstairs, the coach, the coordinator, the dude looks like he can play. He can go toe-to-toe. He's a little erratic, but there's a lot there, right? Yeah, I, I think it's exciting, right? I think this young, you know, this athletic young wide receiver group that had some struggles early in the season just took a little time. I think Jordan Love kind of rode that up and down roller coaster along with them. We saw him on Thanksgiving up in Detroit. Detroit was kind of the toast of the league. And I didn't think that was a fluke. The games coming into Detroit, Jordan Love was playing his best football week in, week out. Detroit was his best game of his career. And the game before was the best game of his career. And now you could argue the Kansas City game was his best moment of his career, you know, winning at home against the defending Super Bowl champs. So I don't think there's any question. I think this last five-week kind of sample size of Jordan Love I don't think he's just playing good relative to a young player making his first, you know, full season as a starter. I think he's playing playoff football. I mean, yeah. if they continue to play like this and go toe to toe with some of the playoff contenders in this league, I think they got a shot to grab that last that last playoff wild card spot and I don't know if I'm thrilled playing them even though I get to play them at home. Yeah, no, I I actually looked at their schedule last night. I think Green Bay, I would I would vote today that Green Bay gets in. Now, Kansas City, they've yep. had close losses. I kind of feel like, I I used the example earlier, it's like Apple stock. I know it's good long-term, but they may occasionally have an iPhone I don't like. It feels like, I know they're going to be fine eventually, but this just feels like a bunch of kid receivers, and Mahomes is trying to pull them along, and they're not there. They don't feel as special this year. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that's fair, and and I think the results and the scores and the metrics and some of the more, you know, the things that we're accustomed to, we said this a little bit about Philly yesterday, and, and oftentimes in the NFL, you fall victim to your own success. The expectations of what we've seen for years becomes the expectation that if we don't see it on a week-by-week basis, all of a sudden you've completely fallen off the map. I think that's happened with Philly You know, after yesterday as people say, oh, my God, they're not as good. They're, the defense is not as dominant as it was last year. I, I think the same thing can be said about you know Mahomes and the Chiefs. The reality is Kansas City is still amongst this top tier because of how good this young defense has gotten. Yeah. I mean, they, they kind of went through a little bit of a young rebuild last year on defense, invested a lot of young picks, a lot of young secondary players and upfront playing, and they ended up winning the Super Bowl. They're able to weather turnover because if you have a quarterback and you have a coach, which obviously they have two of the best ever, you can weather turnover at everywhere else. Now, the question is they were able to bring some of those new pass catchers, Juju and, and, the, and Tony and these guys last year and win a Super Bowl. Can they bring this new crop of guys? They have Kelsey, they have Pacheco, they have Mahomes. Can they get the rest of this cast on offense to just be dynamic enough that they don't have to win every game on the back of their defense? Because let's be honest, their defense as a whole across the whole season has been better than their offense has been. It's just their offense has lightning in a bottle because they have the best player in the world, one of the best tight ends of all time, and a couple pieces, and one of the best play callers, head coaches. So they have the pieces on offense to do it at the right spots, but do they have enough guys around them 
to win a Super Bowl? I think that's the that's the question that remains. All right. Say hi to Kev. Greg Olson, great broadcast. Good seeing you again, my friend, on a Monday. I appreciate it. You got it. Thanks, Colin. You know, we were saying this about Jordan Love, J-Mac, is that the AFC, so many of these teams have hit on quarterbacks. You know, Josh Allen is obviously a big hit, and Herbert, and Trevor Lawrence, and Lamar Jackson, and Mahomes now has been a year. Burrow. Burrow. Like, they've hit on these. And it's why the AFC, which I felt was inferior outside of maybe like Peyton's team and Tom's team, inferior to the NFC for years, the NFC teams need to hit on some of these guys. Mm. By the way, C.J. Stroud looks like a hit in the AFC. Well, Jordan Love at this level, it's like, okay, this is what you need. You need Jordan Love because you got Aaron Rodgers now leaving, and then you have Russell Wilson leaving, and then you got Matt Stafford. He stayed. He went to a better coach, so that's good. But the NFC needs some of these young quarterbacks to hit. So Jordan Love, that game last night and that game against Detroit, you're like, okay, Green Bay is going to be, it looks like, fine. Oh. Uh, we're sure of that. This is a three-game sample size. I know. Two of them were island games. I know. One was where Detroit handed them the game. I know. Early. I- I'm not poo-pooing Jordan Love. I'm just saying, like, I need to see a little more. Well, I- he's looked great the last few weeks. I-, I thought that game last night was more about the Chiefs, though, Colin. They're not scaring anybody these days. Like they, It used to be like, oh, Patrick Mahomes gets the ball late. That's a touchdown. Ring it up. Chiefs I- are going to win. I don't have... They're not-, they're not delivering. I would say this. My takeaway on that game was that the Chiefs, I think, I don't have the data in front of me, have felt like a very good third-down defense. And I thought Jordan Love on multiple third-downs just made a play. And I'm like, I haven't seen anybody on third-down do what Jordan Love did. Like, he made a couple of throws, and it's just, again, it's got a little backyard feel to it. It's a little Josh Allen where you're like, "Eh, I wish he was set. But that let's not undervalue. Green Bay's wide receiver talent may be young, it's good. They got some dudes. They got multiple guys that can really run and get open. I, I didn't factor this in to the handicap of Chiefs Packers because I like I like the Chiefs in that one. Next week, do you know who the Chiefs play? You want to take a guess? Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. That's like a rivalry. That's a big game. This was a non-conference game. Packers like didn't. I mean, Mahomes' first time to live. There just wasn't a lot of juice for the Chiefs in that game. It mattered to the Packers a lot. Oh, it was a But there's look-ahead games in December. They matter. That's a thing. This felt like the biggest game in Jordan Love's career. Huge in game. Fact, he Packers are back. They're in the playoff. Well, points. and also, the kid can measure up against an all-timer. It was a big game this for him. This is just another game for the Chiefs. Next week is their big one against the Bills, who are off a bye. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 90 seconds, all it takes. Use the code HERD. New customers bet five. That's it. Five bucks and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code HERD only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y 467 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There was a moment yesterday, I know many of you did not watch the Rams-Browns game, but there was a moment in that game that Tom Brady had talked about recently, chess against checkers. Matt Stafford had a moment in that game. It was a chess moment where he walked to the line. He looked at Cleveland's defense, which is excellent. In fact, the Browns have one of the best passing defenses in the league. And Stafford came back audible moved the pieces took a snap quick throw puka nakua longest touchdown pass of the year that was not the design play that was a veteran quarterback at the line it was absolutely a chess over checkers move he audibled out of something he didn't like he audibled into something he saw and you rarely see a quarterback do that so deliberately and it delivers a touchdown on a slant to Puka Nakua. So it was it was the example of what Tom Brady talks about is the kids are playing checkers, the older guys are playing chess, and Stafford, you could YouTube it, had that play yesterday. I think it was first half, if I recall, to Puka Nakua. It was a real moment. It all crystallized into one moment. Goes up, steps back, looks around, directs traffic, snap, boom, home run, touchdown, all audible. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. All right, let's go to one of my favorite stories. Uh, this Niners-Eagles dust-up, perfuffle, whatever word you want to use. <laughs> let's be clear. This is a clean tackle. I know that people are complaining about a suplex. That's in balance. That's a legit tackle. And instantly you see the guy on the Eagles security. I don't like that. He reaches in, and, and Greg Olson said it, just so people don't think I'm, hate, I'm a hater. He touches Greenlaw first, so then yep. Greenlaw's like, get the hell off me, dude. Yep. And afterward, you uh, uh, what's his name? The coach of the Eagles apologized. Yes. This is a clean tackle in the yes. field of play. And watch yes. this guy. He's like complaining. Where's the flag? And then he touches him. Just, yeah. dude, hands off. You can't. That security guard has no right to touch that player. Yeah, Green, Greenlaw has a right to be fired up. Uh, anyways. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I like this video. Um, I like that his name is Dom. He's a tough Yeah, guy. I didn't know who he was. I was just like, who's this uh, random that, dude on the sideline? They're like, that's Dom. In How do you Philadelphia, know that? everybody should have a Dom. Yeah, what does this guy own? Like a, a Philly cheesesteak? Whatever. Whatever. I don't know. 25 years. Or how am I supposed I to I like know that? him. And the crowd loved him. But I don't like... There's no reason to be touching the player. Yeah. 
Especially not the Niners. <laughs> We're like the biggest, <laughs> baddest team in the league. Um, I'm just, it's weird how the Niners are just, listen, if Shanahan gets to a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo and, and now Brock Purdy within, what, a four or five year span? Dude, it's got to be one of the best offensive minds the game has ever seen. Nice. Like, what they're doing, he's good. They hung 42 on Dallas and 42 on the Eagles. <laughs> Two of the top five teams in the league. Yeah. I love it. Anyways, um, next up, Jordan Love. Okay. 267 yards, three touchdowns Look after this the throw. game. This is, this is pretty special. That is a great throw. That is an all-time back foot, 30 yards in the air. Hold on. Tw- no, about tw- no, not that one. McDuffie got caught in traffic there. That, that just, but dude, look at that throw, back foot. That is that is Rogers far. You know who Mahomes. tried to make that throw yesterday? Uh, Russell Wilson at the end of the game, yeah, and it was intercepted in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, here's uh, Jordan Love talking about how much this game meant to him. For me personally, it's just obviously I've had this game, you know, circled for a long time. It's my first start. Um, obviously, didn't play how I wanted to the first game. So being able to see these guys again and, and get the victory is huge. Um, you know, it was, it was just a great team win tonight. Um, you know, everybody just balled out. So, um, but it was an awesome win. That was fun. That was a fun telecast. Is the excitement a little bit too much over Jordan Love? It's three games. Well, I think it is, but it's three games in a row playing at a high level of something. I think we. What my takeaway is, and this is not a shot at Jordan, we have to give the Packers credit. They do this quarterback thing well and this wide receiver thing well. They never draft... I mean, Jordan Love is a first-round pick. They take defense first round forever. They always have good offensive lines. Well, always at, have receivers. At the same time, yeah, it's not like they gave him the extension. Remember the offseason? Oh, it was I know. Tenuous. They're like, hey, take a little bit of a haircut. Oh, like, I know. Everybody's like, Colin, you said the, no, Packers, the Packers gave him a, a deal that was like, yeah, you're mid. They gave him a total mid. Con- they didn't know. The Packers fans are out of control. Now, that being said, they got the Giants this week. That's a W. So they'll be seven and six. Then they got Tampa Bay, which is so banged up. Green Bay should win w, that game. W. Then it's Carolina. W. No, Green Minnesota. Bay. We don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Uh, well, I think yeah. We don't listen, even, it Green might not be Bay, Green Bay's getting in. I'll make my. I think they're in. And then the Bears. Like Green Bay oh, should yeah, be a yeah. playoff team. Now I don't know how live they are. But you know, a timeout. I think with these weapons, no. Young teams generally as wild cards don't go in and win at Philly, at Sanford, at Dallas. I don't think they'd win, but they're a live team with this. They're, they're, mm. I'm, they're receiving and tight end core, dude, is balling. I'm not so sure the Lions would want to see them. Oh, I wouldn't. No, no, no. Lions can't protect Lions them in the back end. crushed them in the first game, and then the Packers got a lot better. And no, now I don't you... think this is a fluke. I think they create. I think they're really quick and twitchy, and the Packers have hit several, at least strong doubles okay. at wide receiver. Where are you in a LaFleur Campbell coaching matchup in the playoffs? LaFleur. Yeah, not great for the Lions. Detroit, you want to avoid them. All right, let's get to the final story. And Florida State, that undefeated run this season, capturing the ACC title in a slog over uh, Louisville. But they got denied in the college football playoff. Injured quarterback Jordan Travis. Listen, you got to feel for him. He yes. posted this after the final rankings were announced. Devastated, heartbroken, in so much disbelief right now. I wish my leg broke earlier so y'all could see this team as much more than the QB. I thought results matter 13-0, and this roster roster matches up across any team in those top four. I'm so sorry. Go Knowles. I I feel bad for him. I can think two things. He's a great kid, and I feel bad for him, and Alabama should be in. I don't have to mush everything together. I can think two things. He just got unlucky. And you know what? I think... Are they playing Georgia in a bowl game or no? 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, Georgia is not going to care at all about that game. Okay. They had won 29 straight. They'd only been to the playoff with the last two Georgia's years. Georgia's going to beat them. You're not going to send a third-string quarterback. matters. Well, I don't I'm not know. saying. Good luck with a third-string quarterback beating Georgia. And by the way, Kirby Smart is not going to uh, roll over and not care. He's going to be... Georgia knew once they lost. Dude, we've seen this, Colin. Georgia's favored by two touchdowns. They are. 14 I'm taking Georgia. Be careful. The, motivation is everything for these bowl games. Do the kids care? Do they want to be there? Florida State is super angry and motivated and ticked off. They got like four or five defensive players who are going to be pros. I'm going to see if they're going to play, and then I would probably I could argue that Florida State's so dejected they don't give a rip, and the guys are already going to go work they're out for the out. combine. Uh, let me give you a, it's something about this funny. So the college football playoff has a problem. It's not a lack of fairness. It's a lack of good games in the semifinal. So only five of the 18 semifinal games have been close. Last year, we got our best semifinal game arguably ever. Ohio State and Georgia. Classic, yeah. And Ohio State didn't even win their conference. But the eyeball test was, Ohio State's really good. Get him in against Georgia. And it was the best game of the year. Two years earlier, it was like, Cincinnati Bearcats, what a story. Dog, 26-7. This playoff, this is why it was so great, because this was the last four-team playoff, so the committee said, screw it, we're just going to put the best teams in. And it was like, that's how you should always think. So, so you like Washington against Texas, huh? I Plus four and a half, yes. The longer, now I think Texas should be favored. But the, they met last year on the Alamo boat. Yeah. The longer Kalen DeBoer gets to prepare. He's good. You know, I wouldn't want to face him. I mean, I, if I'm Sark, I don't want to face him. I faced him in a bowl game last year, and I had way better players, and I couldn't beat him. Hmm. So I, it, it's, I, that, I, took that's Texas, a, I took Texas at four. Juice four, now four and a half. All right. All right. I, I don't think you're wrong, but I just, I would not want to face. And by the way, Washington has been in so many close games. They are magic in close games. I would not want that puppy to be tied with seven to go. Hmm. Yikes. Because Texas rolled over a lot of people, including Bama. I think Michigan is wins by a field goal over Bama, and I think Texas, Washington is down to the wire. I think Texas is more talented, clearly. And if they yeah. get a lead and can lean on them and run the ball, it could be trouble. Yeah. J-Mac with the news. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 82-game preseason is in the books. It's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting, odds, boosts, and more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD. New customers bet five and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. 200. That's code HERD only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y 467 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. So I I want to read you this tweet from Diana Russini, Athlete Athletic. She's a terrific reporter. What a circus the Jets. I've never even heard of this. Quote, the Jets want to make a switch at quarterback. The team is leaning towards Zach Wilson to take over. But he's reluctant to stepping back in Sources tell Zach Blatt and me. The team is discussing next steps. More on The Athletic shortly. Hey, you want to play quarterback this week? No, thank you. I have no interest playing. So this is what's interesting. I do believe Aaron Rodgers, when he initially got to Green Bay, um, not only respected the organization, but knew how lucky he was to be a Packer, the amazing fans, the history. And I feel far felt the same way. But there's nobody to hold you accountable in Green Bay. There's no owner. It's the smallest town in the country. You're the biggest star by a mile. Um, Free agent stars don't go there. You're kind of it. I call it the Green Bay Packer quarterback syndrome. There's nobody to call you on your stuff. And... um, so Aaron Rodgers sort of bailed on McCarthy, and Matt LaFleur came in, and let's be honest, it was still Aaron Rodgers' team. I think at the end, Favre never appreciated how good he had it in Green Bay. He did early and middle, but not late. And I don't think Aaron realized quite how good he had it. People in life are either glass half full or glass half empty. When he left to New York, J-Mac, you remember me saying this. He had never had a bad O-line in Green Bay. Ever. Never had a bad O-line. Brady in New England with Dante Scarnecchia had never had a bad O-line. Brady was smart enough when he went to Tampa. He said, let me bring in Gronk, a great blocking tight end, and they drafted Tristan Wirfs at right tackle. The better the O-line in Tampa, the better Brady was. Older quarterbacks need better O-lines. And that's the one thing I think Aaron didn't consider. And maybe he did privately, didn't say it. The Jets have a bad old line. You can argue they need five new offensive linemen. You can't do that in one cycle. You can't because they don't have the cap space to just go buy this, this, this on the old line. They got to go get a second receiver. You know, they have to, they have, they have some needs and they'll probably have to trade a defensive player to get more draft capital. So I think Aaron respected Green Bay. And I think he understood the value of Green Bay. But 
when you're an older quarterback, you need a, a B to a B-plus to an A offensive line. And the Jets are a circus. And think about this this morning. Mike McCarthy without Aaron is crushing it. Jordan Love now. The Packers now without Aaron. Crushing it. Who's not crushing it? Aaron is part of now the biggest circus in the NFL. Is that Iowa saw it as a negative that the Packers didn't have an owner. But as ownership groups and people have begotten rich have gotten richer, they've also gotten more impulsive and more meddling and weirder. I mean, David Tepper, like Thanksgiving, that's all you're giving your staff? What are you doing? Jim Irsay throwing people out. I mean, you got you got stuff now, these owners are richer. Firing an entire staff is just a rounding error. It wasn't 10, 15 years ago, but a lot of these guys, tech money, real estate money, uh, equities money, they just, it's a rounding error. They don't even care. So there's something about Green Bay. I used to always think not having an owner was a disadvantage. The owners are getting crazier. I'm not so sure Green Bay's situation isn't an advantage. They don't have a crazy guy up top making impulsive decisions. But Green Bay may be boring. And Green Bay may not get free agents. Always have good old lines. Always been an offensive culture as long as, as long as I can remember. From Holmgren to McCarthy to Lafleur, they've always drafted and developed uh, old lines particularly well. Uh, they've hit on multiple receivers now and tight ends. The Jets a total circus. Where according to Diana Rossini, the team's leaning towards Zach Wilson to take over. He doesn't have any interest. That is bad. And I'm watching McCarthy. He's living his best life. And I'm watching Jordan Love last night. Look at that Green Bay schedule. They're going to make the playoffs. Appreciate what you have. I know it's not the rock and roll capital of North America. I know it's not the coolest organization. And a lot of people wear Dockers. Nonetheless, Packer quarterbacks... Always protected, always draft and develop. The media is friendly. The people are wonderful. The stadium sold out, and the division is often wonky. Appreciate in life what you have. Jordan loves sitting back there with time to throw. Christian Watson, Reed, Romeo Dobbs, tight end. Good living in Green Bay. Went out and had a brat after that thing. That's good living, baby. Hour three on a Monday next. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. 
If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 